0: Welcome to the new. Every experience with God's word promises to be refreshing and transformational. Receive today's message with high expectations as it brings power, light and a fresh anointing to your life. Father, this morning we come to say thank you. Thank you for being our God and for being our Father. Father, I ask that the preaching of your word will come with simplicity and with power. I ask that the light will dawn upon the hearts of your people and they'll walk out here, indeed, people that have been lighted by your word. Set our hearts on fire once again for your word. Set our hearts on fire again for your plans and your purpose. Set our hearts on fire again for your will set our hearts on fire again for your plans set our hearts on fire again for your agenda set our hearts on fire again for your kingdom set our hearts on fire again for you may we become dissatisfied with what the world has to offer and may our satisfaction have its source only in you in the name of jesus and the believing church said amen All right. Um, Pastor came back a few weeks, um, I think at the beginning of uh, September, and he talked about four things that was more or less going to shape and define um, our focus as a church. Sound, if you can help me, it's all over the place. I just need your help. Right. Thank you. Four things that are going to define our Um, focus as a church for the next few months to clarify um, our vision, to clarify our doctrine, the foundations upon which we stand as a church, uh, as a church globally. Um, Four things. Who can remember those four things? Anybody wants to try? Anybody? Four things. I'll give you a hint. He said change. Change something. Four things anybody wants to try. You can raise your hand and I'll call you. Okay, I'll say the first one. Change the way you see God. All right, I have somebody at the back. Can we put our hands together for her? Help get, you can come forward, help give her a mic. Change. The way you see God. The remaining three. Let's put our hands together for her. It takes guts and boldness. All right, go on. And change the way we see ourselves. Change Two, the way we see life. Three, and change, and go change the way we see others. Beautiful, beautiful. Let's put our hands together for her. Um, before you go, you want yourself buffet for you and somebody else. A Radisson... So choose somebody that you're going to have buffet with. If you like, if you like to have buffet, go with somebody that is great. Change the way you see God. Come on, let's write it down. Number one, change the way you see God. Say it after me, in fact. Change the way you see God. Oh, I wish I will get a response. Come on, say, change the way you see God. Number two, change the way you see yourself. Number three, change the way you see others. And number four, change the way you see life. Why is this important? Number one, the way we see shapes our experiences in life. I remember a story I heard um, a few years back. Two people who were sent to um, a very poor country on an assignment by an organization... I think it was a first aid related, um, sorry, um, a Red Cross related um, event. And they were sent there. And in going there, they were supposed to also survey the country and see business opportunities that were available. Two of them went and two came back. One said, My God, they are so poor, they can't even afford shoes. If you walk around the whole city, they are walking on bare feet. Very poor people. Extremely poor. No business is going to survive in this climate. The other guy's report went thus. They are so poor, they need the cheapest kinds of shoes. Let's make shoes for them. That was one of the origins of the flip-flop. that slippers that you wear, that is so simple, rubber, and a little platform and that is it. That guy eventually left the company and started his own business, a shoe business. Why? The way you see. There were some spies that were sent by Moses to go and spy out the land. God said, I've given you the land. I've done this. I've done that. I've prepared the way. Just go. And there were spies just to go and do a reconnaissance assessment. And they got there and the way they saw some said they are giants in the land they are too great and said we are like grasshoppers in their sight who told you that the giants saw you as grasshoppers made its very assumptions, some assumptions and the other ones came and Joshua and Caleb said we are well able let's go up at once and Bible called the first, tw- first ten an evil report and then the first two they called a good report the way you see the way you see matters In the next few weeks, we're going to be talking about prosperity as a church. And in this series, one of the most important things that we can do is to change the way we see life. Change the way we see God. Change the way you see yourselves and change the way you see others. The truth is, the way you are currently seeing is one of the reasons why you are where you are at today. Today. But by the help of God, and by looking into the perfect law of liberty, I hope that the way you see will be transformed in this season in the name of Jesus. I thought I would hear a louder amen. The way we see is also impacted by the amount of light that we are exposed to. I'm not going to stand before you today ignorant of the things that are happening to us as a nation and as a community. You may be here, you may be a student and you don't have a rich father who can pay for all your fees or a rich mother. Who can afford? And all you have to do is to continue to work and to work and to hustle and to try to make end, ends meet, and then still try to focus on your assessments and just you're barely making it. It can really be tough. That's true. Bible says darkness will cover the earth and gross darkness the people, thick darkness, heavy darkness, and the darkness is not only somebody something that we're going to see physically. In fact. We can't even see darkness right now. But guess what? Sometimes it weighs on the mind and on the heart. Trying to choke out the experience that you ought to have as founded in the word of God. Remember we looked at the parable of the sower. And there were certain seeds that were sown among thorns. And they choked the word that was sown. Because the ground was thorny. Or you may be here. You just left school. You are trying to get a job. you're in a fix, trying to see tomorrow, trying to schedule, trying to plan, and then the cash flow that you used to, because your parents have said, okay, you finished school, yeah, out. Or you may be here, you're employed, but you know that there is more. You know that I'm more than this. I have greater value that I can offer. I have more value that I can bring to the table. Or you may be here, and you are actually at the end of your ability to adjust to all the policies that they are bringing. You are bent over backward. Increase for the first one, increase it again. Now they've packed you on your business side with diesel. Diesel has gone up, and then here you are. And our president has not helped matters. Instead of sharing hope. I understand the hardship. I wish there was another way. But there is not. It's a lie. There's another way. And we are going to see it in the word. Come on, say there's another way. Oh, come on, shout it. Say there's another way. Let's see the book of John chapter 17 as we go into the word. John 17, we're treating prosperity. I'd like to read it, verse 13. I'd like us to read it in the Message Translation. I'd like us to read together. John 17, verse 13 to 19 in the Message Translation. Are we ready? Are we ready? One, two, ready and read. I'm saying these things and the world's hearing. So my people can experience my joy completed in them. Next verse. I gave them your word. Pause there. Come on, say so I receive the word today. Oh, come on, say so I receive the light in the word today. Let's go on. The godless want to read and read. Godless world hated them because of it. Because they didn't join the world's ways. Pause there. If he says the world's way, let's go back to the previous verse. It means, therefore... That there is a world's way to prosper. If he says the world's ways, it means there is a world's way to get ahead. There is a world's way to survive. But let's see what Jesus said in the very first verse. The very first part. He said, I gave them your word, but they were hated because they did not join the world's way. Instead, what they did was to join the world's way. So we can see from the scripture that there is the world's way and then there is the way of the word. Listen friends. I'm here to announce to you this morning that there is a way for you to prosper in famine. I'm here to announce to you today that you don't have to bend over backward till your back is broken. There is a way in the word for you to prosper. And we can find it in the word. We can find it in the word. Next verse, please. Let's go on. See what Jesus said. He said, Just as I didn't join the world's ways, I am not asking that you take them out of the world. Some people feel that they're at their end and the only thing that they can see is for them to either check out or give up. Listen, let me tell you this. The world's way is going to find you whether you are here in Nigeria or you check out words we exist all over the world. I've seen something online a few days ago. Talked about how a guy was earning $2,400 a month. Rent, $1,000 first of all. Food, groceries, energy, phone bill, everything. At the end of the time they calculated everything. Owoku oh, cool, so. It was probably just $200 that was left at the end of the month. So the world's way will catch up with you in another way if you check out. Abraham left when there was farming. He went into Egypt. The world's way caught up with him, they took his wife. Isaac stayed in farming. The world's way, Abimelech was eyeing his wife. What is with it and their wives? Jacob was subject to Laban. Laban switched his wives. Why? The world's ways. May God preserve our wives. The world's way exists anywhere. And God's ways exist everywhere. So we have a choice to make. I'm not asking that you take them out of this world. What that means is we are here anyway. We might as well learn God's ways. Come and say, I learned God's ways. Because we are here. Assuming the plan was for you to get out as soon as you said, Jesus, you are my Lord. Heaven, straight up. But if it takes you like that, who will preach to the next? If it takes you like that, who will be a light in darkness? If he takes you like that, who is going to shine the light to others? And point and say, this is the way. Walk in it. But look at what he said. He says, I'm not saying I should take them out but that you guard them from the evil one. I like another translation. He says that you protect their hearts from the evil one. Why? That is the production center. If you are going to produce wealth, your heart needs to be protected. See the next verse. Next verse, please. Look at what he said here. He said, They are no more defined by the world than I am defined by the world. The agenda of the world is to shape you, cap you, limit you, show you in one direction, and not help you be able to see God's ways of getting ahead and prospering. Next verse, please. In the same way that you gave me a mission in the world, I give them a mission in this world. Hallelujah. Let's go to the book. If we're going to look at the two ways, God's ways and the world's ways, I'd like you to write in your notebook. We're going to do a quick you know, like we do doing the primary school words and opposites, one and the other, God's way versus the world's way. Under God's way, on the left, hopefully, you can write. It's also called the kingdom of God system. Under the world's way, you can also call it the Babylonian system. Under God's way, is also called the kingdom of God system. On that the world's way is also called the Babylonian system. On that God's way, it is controlled by the blessing. Come and say the blessing. I thought I'd hear something louder. Come and say the blessing. But what did the Bible say here? It said in the book of Genesis 1.26, And God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and multiply. In other words, their fruitfulness and multiplication and subduing and replenishing and having dominion was tied to the blessing source. However, we see the world's way is controlled by the curse. And the curse was introduced by sin. When God appeared to Adam after he had eaten the fruit that he told him not to eat, what did God say? Because you have done this, the ground is cursed for your sake, and thorns and thistles you shall eat of it, and in your toil you shall eat of it. So the curse is what is running the world's way. Let's see number three. In God's way, hard work is an advantage that is powered by grace. What did Paul say? Paul said, I am what I am by the grace of God, yet not I, but the grace of God that was with me. I said, I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God. In other words, when Paul was laboring, there was something that was powering it called grace. But in the world system, hard work is the only way. There is no grace to make it easy. It's toiling. Look at what Peter said in the book of Luke chapter 5 and verse 5. When Jesus told him, cast your net to the other side. He said, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. That's the world's way. Exhaustion of strength without progress. It's the world's way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number four. In God's kingdom system, all the members can prosper and be in health. The Bible says in the book of Psalms, chapter 105 and verse 37, he says, he brought them out with silver and with gold, and there was not one feeble amongst them. In other words, it is allowed and okay for all of us to be wealthy. Just like we saw in the, in the early church. He said there was not one that had any need or anyone that said anything that he owned was by his own. But everybody had full supply. That is God's idea. But in the world's way, the idea is to balance rich and poor. Servant and lender. Come and say God's way versus the world's way. In God's kingdom system, we are made by the blessing. Bible says in the book of Proverbs, chapter ten and verse twenty-two. He said, "The blessing of the Lord it maketh." That means that, like clay in the hands of a potter, we can be made rich by the blessing. Come on, say, "I can be made rich by the blessing." Oh, well, you don't sound like you believe it. Come on, say, "I can be made rich by the blessing." All I need to sit in the hand of the blessing. And the blessing will make me rich. I'm blessing made. What did God tell Abraham? He said, "Get out of your country to a land that I'll show you." He said, "I will make of you a great nation." In God's system you are made by God, not self-made. We see in the book of Genesis like chapter 11, like the um When they were at the Tower of Babel, he said, Come to, let us make a name for ourselves. That's the world's way. Self made. Self made does not last. But when you are God made, you are sustained by the making of God. Number six, in God's way, the aim is to spread wealth. God told Abraham, In thee, all the families of the earth will be blessed. That's a mighty thing to to talk about in the blessing, God's way. Every family requires and needs the blessing. But in the world's way, the aim is to hold it. In God's way, we are empowered to rise above the natural trends. 1 John 4 verse 4, Bible says, you have got little children and have overcome them. For greater is he that is in thee than he that is in the world. There is a way to rise above the natural occurrences on the earth. But in kingdom way, if stock market crash, they crash with it. Why? They have no other way. But with the blessing way, there's wisdom, direction. You can get out before it crashes. Just like Elisha gave that widow. He said, the famine is coming. Go and John." That's wisdom. Insight that comes by the blessing. So that you suffer no loss. Come and say, I will pray God's way. Finally, the labor in God's way ends in rest. Jesus said, come all ye that labor and are heavy laden. And I will give you rest bible says in the book of hebrews he said therefore let them labor to enter into rest We are working hard under the blessing conditions the end is rest but in the world's way no rest though. let's see the book of psalm 127 and verse 1 to 2 psalm 127 and verse 1 to 2 let's read this together 1 2 ready and read Unless, church, I like to hear your voice. This one. Let's start again. One, two, ready, and read. They labor in vain who build it, unless the Lord guards the city. The watchman stays awake in vain. In other words, he didn't say he didn't stay awake. He said he didn't stay awake. He said the end result of it is vanity, nothingness, valueless. It doesn't hold water. A wind comes and it blows everything away world system but in god's system he said unless the lord builds the house when god is building with you you can be sure that that house can start let's see the next verse i like what the next verse says he says it is vain for you to rise up early sit up late and eat the bread of sorrows. The end of laboring under the world system is sorrow. That's why he said the blessing of the Lord it make it rich and adds no sorrow. Sorrow is not part of the package, for so he gives his beloved sleep. Three markers. Number one: you know you are toiling when the grace for ease is absent. Let's, let's analyze it. I sat down a few weeks ago with a guy. He said, Tech bro. You know those tech bros? guys are right. Zero and one. I sat down with him and I was talking about how he likes to do the difficult things, the difficult work because once he does it and he has mastered it, it's an advantage for him. He said, the process to do it may be tedious but he knows that at the end, there's rest for him. And I was just looking at how such ease in labor. Such ease in labor. You know you are toiling when there's no ease with which you are laboring and exerting yourself. There's such a thing as exerting yourself but you are carried by grace. When grace is absent, you have entered into toil. You know you're toiling when the potential for results is absent. You keep hitting your head against the rock and you can't see a way out. It is toiling. Get out of it and get into the world system. Let me say this to you here. There is something that you are for to do easily. God did not send you on this earth empty. He's too much of love to send you without backing. He's too much of love to send you without help. There's something that you're graced for. You may be in the wrong field. Hitting your head against the wrong rock. Come and say, my eyes are open to see. And I will see. In the name of Jesus. Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verse 19. What did Moses tell the children of Israel here? What did he say? He said, I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you. Like I'm doing this morning. As we go through this series on prosperity. Are you not tired of operating the world system? Where all that you think of when we enter into church and we lift holy hands and you feel the presence of God and everything feels so good and so gooey and then you step out of that and then hustle begins. Stop that! We need more blessing conscious people in this church. Why? because your life is more valuable than just toiling and waking up night and day and exerting yourself, there is more to you. I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you, and I have set before you life and death, the blessing system and cursing system. Choose life that both you and your descendants may live. Your choices have an impact on your lineage your tomorrow. Choose life. Come and say I choose life. I can't hear you say I choose life. How do we choose God's ways? Bible says in the book of Isaiah chapter 55 God said my ways are not your ways. Neither are my thoughts your thoughts. In other words, we access the ways of God by thinking the thoughts of God. And what are the thoughts of God captured towards us in his written word and in his spoken word and in his leadings to, for us, to us? In other words, one of the most important things that you are going to do the new Ikeja or the new global in this season where we discuss and look deep into prosperity is to look catch my words carefully, sustain God kind of thoughts in your mind. I heard something powerful that pastor mentioned at Supernatural. He said he's so conscious of the blessing that he has rewired his mind to expect to be blessed even in the desert. Take everything from him. That blessing consciousness expects him. It causes him to expect to be blessed anywhere. When you go on the queue and you're about to encounter something, and there are several people on the queue, right there. Do you expect to see the favor of God, or you expect to join the masses? Everybody submits an application. Do you expect the favor of God, the blessing of God to separate you and to give you a different experience compared to what the masses experience? Because if we are not, he said, we have overcome them for greater is He that is in you that is in the world. If there is something that ought to maintain your thoughts and consciousness of the God way. Expect to be blessed. Come on, say, expect to be blessed. Even in farming. Expect to be blessed. Why should we choose God's ways? Because God's desire is to prosper you. Listen, let me say this please don't forget this God is more desirous of prospering you than you are desiring, desiring of being prospered. He's more willing, He's more able, He's more committed. In fact, He sent Jesus. Bible says, while they were yet seen as Christ. Why? To reconcile us back to him and to his love. God's desire. I'd like you to say that five times. One, two, ready and go. God's desire is to prosper me. 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 me. God's desire is to prosper. Psalms chapter 35 and verse 27. Let's see where he wrote and showed us that he desires to prosper us. Psalms 35 and verse 27. I'd like us to read this out loud. I'd like you to read these scriptures. Let it enter into your heart. And hopefully you can take it home as you walk out the door this morning. Knowing and more conscious of what is written in the word concerning you. Than what you face on the outside in other words as you are paying for that fall, that is double and triple what you used to pay for as you are experiencing darkness and power shortage right now and you have to buy diesel or you have to buy petrol and that money and cash flow is going out your response is not based on what is happening your response is based on what is written are you ready? one, two, ready and read I thought somebody would shout for joy (laughs) <laughs> One, two, ready and read. Let them shout for joy and be glad. Who favor my righteous cause? And let them say continually, the Lord be magnified, my, my who has pleasure in the prosperity. Another translation says he delights. How many people delight in ice cream here? How many people delight in, in buffet here? God, when God is looking at your prosperity, it's like a young child looking at ice cream and salivating. And when He's seeing the prosperity concerning you, and what is the same way a child is salivating for ice cream, He delights. He brings him joy. He brings him fulfillment. He's dancing and thinking, "Oh, see my daughter! Look at what He said about Job. Have you seen my servant Job? Imagine God reading your CV to your enemy. That is His delight. Hallelujah." in other words, it's important that if you're not in prosperity right now, God is not delighted. He's not the one holding back against you. He wants to prosper you and to bless you. In fact, he has done it in Jesus. Blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He delights the word prosperity there, New King James on NIV says well-being. The word prosperity there is, is called is shalom. And guess what? It means to be complete. To be complete. Okay. Not the one that you are prospering at work. You are getting promoted. But then there's something always happening. Happening. Happening in your health. Not the one that you are healthy and fit and fine and fit as a fiddle. And then there's a challenge with your neighbors. Or there's a challenge with your family. Or there's a challenge with the business that you're trying to start. Complete. Full package. Come and say full package. Come and say full option. Complete. Third John chapter 1 and verse 2. We're going to read this together also. I hope and I'm praying that these words will rest upon your heart and help you to reprogram yourself to expect to be blessed 3 John chapter 1 and verse 2 are you ready? come on let's read it together 1, 2, ready and read beloved I pray that you may prosper come on say I prosper In all things. Look at every area of your life. In fact, I would like to give you 30 seconds. Begin to declare, in my home, I prosper. At work, I prosper. On my business, I prosper. In my ministry, I prosper. In my home, I prosper, on the road I prosper, in my going out I prosper, in my coming in I prosper, in destiny I prosper, in ministry I prosper, and I'm in health that's God's desire full package total package, complete package total life wholeness wholeness In other words, if there is, he said, and prosper in all things. If there is anything that you are not yet prospering, God is willing to complete that part. Because there is some level of completion that we all need in one area or the other. And we can present those areas to the God who completes for him to complete. No wonder the Bible says we are complete in him. Come on, say, I'm a speck. Ah. Oh, you don't sound speckful. Come on, say, I'm a speck. Full package. Because of God. Prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. Please focus. We're laying the foundation in these meetings. Why? So that we can be clear that God is willing, desirous, delighted to prosper you. God is not okay when you have been entering the hot downfall with smoke everywhere. Since and you, till now, you are still there. As you, The next time you enter, just know that God, I know that you are not happy here. But I know you are taking me somewhere. I know you are taking me somewhere. I know you are taking me somewhere. I know. I know. I know. I know. Prosper and be in health. Oh, I like this. Genesis 2 and verse 8. Oh, I can't, we can not read it, eight to sixteen. Okay, let's 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 try. I'll read it quickly. Genesis two, verse eight. Genesis two, eight. We want to begin to see how God completed and fully packaged the first Adam, the last Adam, and then His people. Let's see. And God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there He put the man whom He had formed. Announcement: The next time you are looking for a house, if there's no garden, don't take it. Because that's the blessed God. That's what the blessed God wants to give to you. No garden. Uh, 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 it's beneath me. I, we, we do prosperity here. The Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there He put the man whom He had formed. Next verse, we're doing this quickly. And out of the ground, the Lord God made every tree grow that is pleasant to sight. God did not just make the tree. He made the tree pleasant. Ah, what do we need pleasant tree for? God, God, the way God does his own. It has to align with heaven. That will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It has to align with what he was seeing in heaven. That's, it does not, Anything that does not align with heaven is not involved. He does not want to get involved. Next time you're moving and walking and having an experience, ask yourself, does this align with heaven? Does this align with heaven? That is God's desires and delight for you. Every grid is present to the sight and good for food. The tree of life was also in the midst of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Next verse. Oh, media! And a river went out of Eden to water the garden. You know what I was going to talk about now? If there's no pool inside, don't take it. Come and say, pools are biblical. Oh, somebody, I've lost somebody there. Come and say, swimming pools are biblical. What did he need a river for? Shall be rain, can water. Uh. Oh, God, Adam needs to relax with his boo now. A river went out of Eden to water the garden, and from there it parted and became four river heads. Next verse. And the name of the first was Pishon. In that one which cast the whole land of Havilah, where there is gold. I like the next phrase. Next verse. And the gold of that land is good. It's not panda. It's not gold plated. It's good gold. Come on, say good gold. Delium and the Onyx stone were there. Next verse. And the name of the second reader is Gihon. It's the one which goes round the whole land of Cush. Next verse. The name of the third river was Hiddekel; It's the one which goes towards the east of Assyria. The fourth river is the river Euphrates. Next verse. We're going to verse 17. And then the Lord took the man and put him in the garden to Eden. Only to tend and to maintain the champion. He had finished work. See, when you get home today, vex first. First of all, be annoyed. Does he align with the garden? That's God's desire for you to prosper and that it should be well with you. A hustling person cannot serve God well. Write it down. When it is hustle, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Which time will you think about taking Bangladesh for Jesus? No space. And then yet, inside of you is a solution to cancer. For you are blocked in and limited by the world system. May you be delivered this morning in the name of Jesus. And the Lord took the man and put him in the garden to, of Eden to tend and to keep it. Next verse. And the Lord God commanded man, saying, Every tree of the garden you may freely eat. Chop buffet. Eat. But on the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. For the day you eat of it, you will die, or you'll be separated from me. Verse 18. And the Lord God said, It is not good. After he had given him everything, supplied everything. He had given him a pool, giving him the garden was full and complete. God still did feedback review. He said, Ah. This man that I put here, okay. What else do they need? Ah, this man is going to be lonely. Who will be enjoying this life with him? It's not good that man should be alone. He added bail to him. If you are bayless, God delights for you to be baleful. Come on, say I receive it. I know, I know we'll receive that one. God stopped only men, man was complete. He didn't stop when the story was incomplete. Are you learning something this morning? Let's see the story of the last Adam. Matthew chapter 2 and verse 9. We've seen the first Adam. Matthew 2 and verse 9. Look, talking about Jesus, the last Adam. And the Bible says, and when they heard the king, let's see verse 8. I think it describes who they were. okay wise men had come from the east and then they had come in their entourage like we're going to see you come in your entourage next week sunday amen let's go to verse 9 and they had come to look for jesus herod called the white the priests and he said where is this king going to be born and he said bethlehem and he sent them and when they heard the king they departed and behold the star which they had seen in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. Next verse. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. Let's read verse 11 carefully. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother and fell down and worshipped him and when they had opened their what oh i didn't hear you i opened their what i can't hear you they have opened their what does treasure come in small box does treasure come in 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 checkbook treasure is a whole chest treasure is a whole carriage We we read of stories about a certain certain king, Mansa Musa from Mali. He said he carried so much gold to the Middle East that he caused inflation and hyperinflation all the way because gold became as dust. When these guys came with their treasure, they came big. When they opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. In fact, frankincense and myrrh. it is written or it is um, biblical scholars tell us that frankincense and myrrh was actually more expensive than gold in those times because they were used for embalments, they were used as perfumery that is why when um, when the woman came and she broke the alabaster box and used her hair to wipe jesus feet Bible we say that it was one year's wages And they gave a little boy. What does he want to do with it? That's none of your business. God desires to prosper him. Mary's job was only to submit her womb for nine months. God paid all his school fees to university in one encounter. Have you ever thought about that? All the money that was necessary to raise the boy was delivered a few weeks after he was born. That's how God does his things. He desires to prosper and give you health desires to prosper you and to bless you. If you are in luck today, that is not God's delight. Renew your mind and accept his goodness today. I hope it is hitting something that no, this hustle that I've been hustling, it is not God's desire for me. I can walk in the kingdom of God's blessing. I can walk in the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God experience. Come and say, I hear. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 6 to 18. Let's read how God prospered his people. Remember he said, they brought them out with silver and gold and there was not one feeble amongst them. Let's do this in the message translation. It's more interesting. Can we read together? Can we read God's word together? Let's catch some beautiful images from here. Deuteronomy 8 and verse 6, we're going all the way To verse 18, yes. Can we read together, church? Come on, let's do this together. One, two, ready, and read. So it's paramount that you keep the commandments of the Lord your God, walk down the roads he shows you, and reverently respect him. Next verse. Bring you to a good land. Come on, say a good land. Somebody pause there and say, I deserve land. Say, I deserve a piece of this earth say, I deserve several portions of this earth. It is God's desire for me. Come and let's continue. A land with brooks and rivers, springs and lakes, streams out of the hills and through the valleys. Next verse. It's a land of wheat and barley, vines and figs, pomegranates and olives, oil and honey. A land where you will never go hungry. Always food on the table. Pause there. When last did you go to bed hungry? Did you hear what he said? Always. Is that possible? Oh yes. In the kingdom of God system. It's possible to always have food. It's possible to be abundantly supplied. He did it for the first Adam. He did it for the last Adam. He was doing it for his people here. Always food on the table. Come on, let's see the next one. Always roof over your head. You have been jumping from friend. Let me palm here. Man, I just squat. Give me two weeks. God is not delighted. You may be in the season right now for you to move from city to city, from house to house, like the apostles, like Jesus sent. But there comes a time where you ought to settle in Simon the Tanner's house, in the upper room by the sea, where you just calm down. It's God's desire. A land where you get iron out of rocks and mine copper from the hills. Next verse. After a meal satisfied, bless God. If you have been eating and you have not been satisfied, God is not delighted. See what he's delighted in? After a meal, Satisfied when well, you, you ask your friend, show gauge, and it gauges, and you can say, Ah, thank you, Jesus, for the good land that He has given you. Let's continue, let's run through. Make sure that you don't forget, Lord, your God. So it's not now that people have been eating about and forgetting, they've been forgetting for a long time. But He's reminding them here, Make sure you don't forget God, your God by not keeping His commandments, His rules and regulations that I command you today. Hallelujah. Yes, you can read the rest at home. Why does God want to prosper us and bless us? Number one, because He's our Father. Bible says in the book of Romans 8, we have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. Or we have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry Abba, Father God is your Father let me say this to you here do not judge the fatherhood of God based on the fatherhood that you have seen of man it is supposed to be the reverse you judge the fatherhood of man based on the fatherhood of God God was first a father before father ever existed he should be the standard some of us our expectations of God the Father have been shaped, formed, and fashioned by our experience with Papa Maker. No, Bible says in the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter five, God was not in Christ counting the sins of the world anymore against them, but He was in Christ reconciling the whole world. He was said, "I've left the judgment seat. Come home." Let me. Bless you and finish you with goodness. Bible says in the book of Matthew, chapter 7, it said, Which one of you will a son ask for bread and you give him a stone, or ask for an egg and you give him a scorpion? If you, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more would they want heavenly father i know your parents were not alive to put you through school but you have an heavenly father and he's richer wealthier bigger heavier you know there's money that is heavy heavy money some money is lightweight the alert does not even sound. Some alert is like siren. Some like earthquake, heavy. Number two, God is love and love gives. John three sixteen. for God so loved the world that he did what? He gave. This storehouse of heaven has no value for the things that are there. He wants to unleash upon you here on earth. His blessing and His goodness and His kindness. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow Him. The Bible says, He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him? In other words, there was a receiving of more than Jesus. Packaged in Jesus, when we accepted Him as Lord how shall he not with him also give you all things? It's just like this hall here. We have the foyer there. Some of us, when we accepted Jesus as Lord, we did not know that we had access into all of this storehouse. We stopped right there at the foyer, limiting ourselves to the experience of, of, of heaven. capped by that little room over there when there was more and vastness in this whole building. Choose the blessing of God's system. Choose the God's system because there's more. And guess what he said? Freely give us all things. Why is it freely given? Because Jesus paid for it in his blood. Number three, very important, and pastor dealt with it. There is supernatural, come on, say, I qualify as a son. You qualify for the goodness. Some have stayed in the limited place. Why? Because they felt like they didn't qualify. They didn't meet up. You don't have to meet up as a son. In fact, look at the story of the prodigal son. What had happened to him? He went to his father and collected half of his inheritance. Bible said, and he went away and spent it all. And then he thought to himself. He came back to his set. He maintained. He went back to his blessing consciousness. And his father came. And his father still had enough to bless him and throw a party. I think we should call him the prodigal father because which kind of father is that? Remember what I said: don't judge fatherhood based on what you have seen in natural fathers, but based on God the Father. If your son takes half your inheritance, go spend it and come back. What happened? He will first pass there. Where are you coming from? From where to where? Who are you? Your name? Who's your father? It's not. It cannot be me. I dis. I son dis- you, since. But you know this father and me, and that's your business. He will palm there first. Then after a while, you interrogate. You first do blood tests, check DNA, face change, so on and so forth. Then after a while, okay, start washing the car. You stay in the BQ. Then after a while, after a while, and I've missed you, Sha. But this father was waiting. Is this boy coming? He's not coming today. Ah, I have hope. He will come back. I know that boy. He likes good things. He was waiting because he had trained the boy for goodness, he had raised him up in abundance. He knew that when the thing finished, he will come back. I am the source. Come and say, God is my source. God is the source. You qualify. Let's see what Colossians chapter one and verse twelve says. He says, "And who has made us meet? He had qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. He had qualified us. Your qualification was not you sitting for the exam. You received the qualification, and then you access the benefits." There is no use being qualified and you don't submit a proposal and they say, ah, he's ICANN qualified or he's CFA qualified. It is when you submit and they see qualified, that's when you begin to experience it. If you don't submit a proposal and they see your qualification, then there's no, so that means you have to use your qualification. You're qualified for the blessing. Rule yourself out. We need you blessed. Come and say, I hear Ephesians chapter 2, verse 11 to 13. He says, We were aliens and strangers from the Commonwealth of Zion. Commonwealth of Zion, that word there means citizens of Zion. You see, an American citizen has certain rights. And if you've traveled to the United Kingdom or Dubai before or any of such countries, there are always two cues their own citizens and usually American citizens why what is it commonwealth of america but thank god we belong to a come every time i used to go to that place and i'll just see that queue i just have to remind myself thank you lord i'm of the commonwealth of zion i may not be commonwealth of the united kingdom but i'm of the commonwealth of zion and one day one day one day i will experience those privileges also why because they have free access you all of you go join the queue Express road here. Commonwealth, you have been qualified. Number four, you're sent on an assignment. Bible says no man goes to warfare at his own charge. If God sent you to this earth, his job is to back you up. When God Jesus sent his disciples, he said, take no purse, no strip. No bag, no change of clothes. When they came back, he says, when I told you that, lacked ye anything? What did the Bible say their response was? Nothing. No lack. No lack. Pastor, are you telling me that it is possible to live a life of no lack? Yes. Are you telling me that not only is it possible, that I'm qualified to live a life of no lack. Yes. Okay. Not only am I qualified. Are you telling me that the blessing of God has made this life available to me? Yes. No lack. Come on, say no lack. Yes. The next time you're about to experience lack or you're experiencing lack right now. Just remind yourself, remember the key. Blessing consciousness. And this is not the end of me. I'm entering into Abundance. Come and say, I hear. So what do we do? Three things. Number one, ask God boldly. He said, let us come to the throne of grace to obtain mercy and find grace. Ask God boldly. Don't ask like you're the one that is going to make it happen. Ask God who has made it happen. Ask him boldly. Number two, Cooperate with Him. Listen, let me tell you this. Somebody asked an important question. He said, if God has blessed me and He has blessed me, where is the blessing? If I've been blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, so why do I still have to do anything? No. I heard something powerful yesterday. Any gospel that puts the full responsibility of the experience and the outcome on God is fallacy. At the same time, any gospel or doctrine that puts the full responsibility of the outcome on you is fallacy. It's a cooperation. Bible says that he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. He says, if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. Why will you eat it? Because he has provided the good of the land. When he sent you to that land, there was good there. Abraham had to go to Egypt for the silver, cattle, and the gold to be transferred to him. Isaac had to sow in the land in famine and he ripped a hundredfold return. Jacob, after he had seen the dream, had to put the stripes in front of the animals so that they can mate and give birth according to what they saw. Joseph had to interpret the dreams. Paul had to make the tents. Peter had to fish. There is something that you ought to do to be a sickle to maximize what God has done. May your eyes be open to what you ought to do in the name of Jesus. Because he has finished it. On the cross of Calvary, Jesus finished for your prosperity was required. Bible says, and we know the grace of the Lord Jesus, that though he was rich, yet for our sakes he became poor, that we through his poverty might be rich. It was finished. He hung on that cross and said it was finished. Over to you, boy. Now it's just for you to go ahead. God... Is it this market? God, is it this point? Is this where I ought to sow? Is this where I ought to invest my money? Is this the company I ought to keep like Lot? If I was Lot, Bible says that there was strife between the headsmen of Abraham and the headsmen of Lot. If I was Lot, I fired the headsmen, employ new ones, and there will be no strife. What happened? Case closed. And we continue to increase. I now had to subject my uncle to be coming to rescue me. My uncle to be interceding for me all the time when I could have stayed in the house and just undo a part of the business. Who knows? It could have been Lot that would have been sent to fetch Isaac a wife. Lot departed. The thing fell to Eliezer of Damascus. I'm just, that is uh, my interpretation. Is not accurate. Well, he was not wise enough. Because there are relationships that are required. Sometimes somebody has to open the door for you. Sometimes your hands are full. You need somebody to open the door for you. And you walk in with the gifts that you are carrying. Finally this morning, practice rest. Rest. Jesus said, Take no thoughts for what you shall eat, what you shall drink, where you shall be clothed. For your heavenly father sees that you need these things. He says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added. In other words, when the worry and the cares of the season in which we are in as a nation Wants to cramp your mind and squeeze out the juices of your creativity and the things that you can do, you're going to have to shut those thoughts down. How? With the word of God. I refuse to worry. I choose to put my trust in God. Did you learn something this morning? Come on, let's come and give the Lord a shout of praise. The feast. At the feast this year, guys, I want your expectation to be sky high. It's every meeting from now till then is a pre-feast meeting. Every gathering of the new, I want you to begin to focus and to realign your mind. Anytime you see anything about the feast, let it be a reminder to you that something is about to change in my life. And something is about to change in the new. Can we pray in tongues for just two minutes this morning or this? Yes, this afternoon. Jeke Baratin and Mondes, Ephirica Bradus, Ev Inen and the Sister Catera Tish Saraga, just the keyboard. Erika Nenon, the Sister Fakena da Sheta, Azemando regedis Efagenon in the Turia, Aiko Ot Ombi Endo Ile, Uru Artis, Agena Morica Lova, Labade, Venina Nabarodoga, Balacola, Dabala, De Simena, De Balatonia Dicla. Or ni this dis era veosta gille barata de mandevelle conian de barata de separ ragatone mandira da kala de vedeste is egoryondri esto akle F ilemand ant ongle aik of andiv east of eloconi e ikatoto or gillo ondi aikinama de vele tudiave de Saisa as distendi distini irritelle ab anne agonne aquela agada. can you help me this morning one more minute a retoninga gaiga gainga kainga legotila gorila regodis of all of the good i came and off click it unne floto tousse usu tumri di i create any eyes undus to kalapambe embe the id i lendo it ongi goose used of and i got a kilo are on it us or camina vela do As akena i at eng agon and anger there was none to cry restore and so the opportunity slipped out of your hands there was none to cry restore and then those doors were shut right in your face I hear the cry of the Spirit this morning restore 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 what has been lost it will not be restored one-fold, I heard him say seven-fold, restore, 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 it will come back full circle By the hand of the Lord. If you had entered that door at that time. It would have been as the orchestration of man. But as you are going to enter the door. This time it will be the orchestration of Jehovah. The Lord of angels armies. Restore. 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 And so this morning I cry out. Restore. In the name of Jesus. Everything that you may have lost every door of opportunity it seems the door was slammed at your face like you were too slow no man has the hand and the destiny in his hands only God has your destiny in his hands because you are one with the Lord and you are joined with him he himself will open the door at the right time and so rejoice says the Lord rejoice says the Lord because the doors have not actually been shut because the handle indeed was in my hand says the Lord Restore. I cry, restore. Hear the word of the Lord this morning. Restore. Somebody shout, restore. Oh, I thought you shout something like you believe. Come on, say, restore. We hope you were greatly blessed by today's message because God still has so much he wants to share with you. So stay connected every week to experience uplifting and life-changing moments in His presence.